0: Tuesday, November 28th, 2023. Season 2, episode 57 of What's Eating Kale. I am Kale. Alright, nice early morning. See what kind of trouble we can get into today. The day's young. I mean, you can... You can mess it up as bad as you want. You can make it a great one. You can have a bad one but pretend it's a good one or vice versa. It's like the the world is your oyster right now. You can do whatever you want. Well, I don't know when you're listening to this, but it's early where I am, so that's a good thing. Um, Did you see it last night? Did you see it? Uh, The full beaver moon was in full effect last night. That's right. It's the full beaver moon. For whatever reason, that's funny to me. I get it, Beaver Moon, and it's what, right? It's the second to last full moon of 2023. I hope you got to see it. I like to see a full Beaver Moon anytime I can, and I didn't get to see last night, so I'm kind of uh, kind of a little bit sad about that. But uh, you know, I, the the uh, uh, dry air from all the heat. And, you know, we had the fireplace going and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm having this weird mix of, like, today I can only breathe out of one nostril. I can breathe freely out of the other nostril. Do you know how that is, like, where the one nostril then that you can breathe through just, like, it almost starts to hurt after a while (laughs) because the the air is coming through so easily? Uh, The other day I woke up, both nostrils were like that. And not today. Got a little on the left uh, on the right one's good, left ones. Uh. Anyway, uh, I that I don't know how I could be more boring. The uh, uh, the coffee maker that we got about a week and a half ago is just—it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I, I I'm I I, it, I don't even know how to begin to describe what a joy it is to every morning have a rich, the richest, most wonderful cup of coffee every day so i we've been using the keurig and i we use k well i do um lisa screwed things up (laughs) just kidding lisa started wanting more cups of coffee in the morning and so the keurig just became a little cumbersome so then we were looking at having two coffee but we couldn't find a good drip coffee maker and uh, we find this ninja and i've talked about this before But I I just had it, and now we've not had a bad experience with it. Every single cup of coffee, it's better than the Keurig, even with the K-Cups, or when she makes a pot of coffee, it's just better. It's the best drip coffee maker we've ever had. It's the best K-Cup coffee maker we've ever had. I would like to know if there's an even better one because it seems difficult for there to be a better one. We were out with friends the other night, and um, I said, oh, we found this coffee maker. And my friend's like, yeah, we know. We've had one for like five years. And in fact, we just got a second one. I'm like, well, thanks for letting me flounder here and try to find. Are we going through- I swear to God, we went through $500 or maybe even more in coffee maker mistakes. And uh, we find this ninja. It is just the best. And uh, I highly recommend it. Hey, if you know somebody who's in the market and you can afford it, uh, it's like 100 and some odd bucks. Um, this would be probably if you want a good cup of coffee every morning, get it for your spouse, buy it for yourself. There's nothing wrong with getting yourself a Christmas gift. It's what I do every day. (laughs) Ask Amazon. I swear to God. Uh, I, I, you know, we've had two days now where we haven't had one delivery and, uh, the, the daily March to our door begins tomorrow. I mean, we have so much crap coming. It is, it's unreal. I better be grateful because I'm going to be broke pretty soon if I'm not grateful. So it's Tuesday. I've decided that Tuesday is the day to be grateful. Why Tuesday? Because it's the day nobody's grateful for. Uh, some people are grateful for a Monday. They're like, oh good, I get to start a new week. Some people are grateful for a Friday. Some people are grateful for Sundays. No one's grateful for a Tuesday. So I am grateful for Tuesdays. You can't get to Wednesday. You can't get to hump day without a Tuesday. Um, So what am I grateful for today? I'm I'm grateful for having an indoor job. Oh my God, it seems so miserable outside right now. It's windy. It's snowy. It's just, I think the wind chill is about zero right now. It's just, ugh. I look outside and I'm like, God, could you imagine if your job was outside right now? I don't know. There's some construction jobs. There's, you know, I don't know, uh, utility workers, right? They got to be out there fixing stuff. And man, uh, I am grateful that the Bears beat the Vikings last night. That was pretty fun. Only because one of them had to win, and the one with the worst record beat the one with a better record. So that was good for those of us in that division. Um, I think the Lions are probably going to walk with the division this year, but we'll see. I mean, the Packers are coming on. The Bears are coming on. Uh, The Vikings and the Lions seem to be not coming on, so we'll see. I'm grateful that Lisa and I already bought each other our Christmas gifts. Check it off the to-do list. It's done. We're already done. We will both have our Christmas gifts by the end of this week, and we both love our Christmas gifts. What could be better? You know what we're going to do, though, right? Well, you should probably have something to open on Christmas Day, right? (laughs) So that'll just get out of hand. But uh, I am also grateful for a really nice patch of life right now. I mean, I am not too busy. I'm not too stressful. Uh, I'm not too stressful. I'm not too stressed. Life isn't too stressful. The good things in life are abundant and the bad things seem to be at bay right now. It is good to be me right now. That's a rarity i like to complain a lot and i sometimes i think i'm old (laughs) uh but honestly uh life is amazeballs right now it really is all right what's going on in entertainment headlines and other headlines anything but political headlines uh Stephen Colbert is not doing any shows this week. Why? Uh he ruptured his appendix. And I shouldn't say it like he did it like he was out you know like playing football. And, no, I mean appendix rupture. Um and it is awful and if it happens it is life-threatening. Um uh, my dad had to have my dad had to be opened up and have all his insides removed from his body. And washed off because of the poison that comes out of your appendix when it bursts. I don't know if Stephen Colbert went through that, but um, he's on the road to recovery and there won't be any shows this week. So, there's that. Then, there's this. <laughs> Dolly Parton's rock star album debuted at number one on the top album sales chart. Uh, with her biggest sales week in the modern era, it's the first number one album sales chart title for Dolly. Um, and it marks the biggest sales week for any album since sales have been recorded, tra- uh, been tracked really, I guess, electronically in 32 years. Dolly Parton's rock star. Uh, I knew she was making a rock and roll album. I did not, I, I hadn't read up on it enough to know until yesterday. Um, there's over 40 guest stars on the album. Check these guest stars out. Now, Remember, this, this is her saying this is 100% a rock and roll album. She's done other genres before, but this is rock and roll. So in her rock and roll album, she includes guests like Pat Benatar, Miley Cyrus, Melissa Etheridge, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, Elton John, Leonard Skinner, Paul McCartney, Stevie Nicks, Chris Stapleton, Ringo Starr, Sting, and Steven Tyler. Man. I mean, just that alone. And there's more. I mean, there's there's 40 of them. Rockstar was pressed on more than 10 vinyl variants, including re- exclusive ed- editions. Um, I love that they do this. Be uh, from a marketing perspective and a sales perspective. You can get the album in a number of different colors. Some have different cover art. Um. Different stores have different things. Uh, there, there's all kinds of neat things. Uh, even Dolly Parton's web store has an edition that has uh, uh, It's a downloadable edition, by the way. But it has uh, exclusive tracks that you can't get anywhere else. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. She has the right people working with her because they're maximizing everything. Um, there's t-shirts. There's uh, all kinds of uh, great things going on with... Uh, with that album so if you're into vinyl if you're into dolly parton if you're into kind of checking out what this thing is lots of options there and uh it and you won't be the only one getting it because it is it's 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 a huge album right now mark cuban is leaving the shark tank after season 16 um mark cuban was kind of a welcome addition to kind of the stodgy uh people that were on there of course you had mr wonderful who was always kind of the um i don't know antagonist and the I don't know, kind of the comedy relief, I guess, if you will. Um, but uh, Mark Cuban won't be on there. Any- he's like, ah, it's time. It's time. He said he loved it. Uh, he said that he's uh, better than average on uh, successful um, investments that he's made throughout um, Shark Tank. And where he hasn't made money, he said that, you know, they were close to making money. So that's kind of cool. Um, interestingly... When I go through these headlines, there's no, like, I go through a lot of headlines in a lot of different categories. I stay away from politics. I do look through the U.S. ones, so I see some of the political headlines, but I only am looking for something of interest or something unique, or I don't want to miss those big tragic events like I've missed in the past, so I'm, I, I look for those. And then I move on to business, technology, entertainment, sports, health, and those types of things. And I came across this headline yesterday that the Seratine Bat has a penis so enormous that it can't be used for penetrative sex. And A, I don't know why anybody's studying this, but B, um, holy crap. I mean, it it is, when it's erect, it is seven times longer and wider than the female's vagina. If you really want to, this is how deep this, this whole story went. It has a bulging head, the shape of a splitting grapefruit, and a a dent on the side. And it's impossible to have penetrative sex with female bats. So what they do is they rub their stuff together and hopefully things work out and they make new bats. uh, I'm shocked by that. I'm shocked that I read a headline like that. And I had to read that story because, wait, what? I mean, how big can a bat's penis be? Right? And so, I don't know. That just struck me as a, um, I don't know. Like, you know, you watch, remember back in the day, Discovery Channel always had like, oh, and here's the crazy mating habit of this. You know, there's like a falcon or something like that that has sex. It like climbs way up in the sky with the female and then they start having sex. While they plummet to the earth, and hopefully finish before they hit the ground there's that um so maybe i'm missing like that discovery channel thing where you get to learn these things and so then there was that i had to read it and i had to share it like what good does it do just sitting in my own head i think it was over justifying there just a little bit <laughs> Alright, uh, so the next story, this is the meat of the program right here, uh, and I'm bitching today, I'm uh, I'm a little surly about this topic, is Instagram in crisis. Uh, I, I read an article uh, yesterday that was disturbing on a few levels, um, maybe not like you think. So the Wall Street Journal set up test accounts following only teen and tween gymnastics and cheerleading influencers. Those accounts were then recommended... Reels, which is a, um, a a feature of Instagram. And those Reels had adult sexual content and sexualized child content. And there was another uh, group that did the same thing and found the exact same results. The Canadian Center for Child Protection. Um, and this is uh, from a... Um, I, you know, I apologize. I forget um, where I heard this. Some business news journal. Uh, and this information comes from there, but this is going to end up with, I, I'm going to clue you in on a few things that I know, a few things that um, I think that are wrong here. Uh, and obviously there's something wrong, but you'll you'll get my point a little bit. So Instagram systems serve jarring doses of salacious content to these test accounts, including risque footage of children, as well as overtly sexual adult videos and ads for some of the biggest U.S. brands right next to these reels. So obviously one of the challenges is that, first of all, why would that happen? But secondly, um, that there is even that type of content on Instagram. Instagram says that they don't want that kind of content. Um, An ad for uh, Lean In Girls, which is a young woman's empowerment movement nonprofit organization, run by a former Meta chief operating officer, Sheryl Sandberg. Um, An ad for that ran directly before a promotion for an adult sex content creator. And this guy appears in schoolgirl attire. Uh, Now, for Meta's part, they're saying, we don't want this kind of content on our platform, and brands don't want their ads to be appeared next to it. We continue to invest aggressively to stop it and report every quarter on the prevalence of such content, which remains very low. It is also said that Wall Street Journal's test um, was a manufactured experience that didn't represent what real users see each day. And I would like to say it's probably worse for the real users um, just because. These guys only followed them. Well, the average teenager is probably going to be following a lot more than just those things that probably have a lot more ties to a lot more bad content. Um, Earlier this fall, 33 states filed lawsuit against Meta, accusing it of ignoring warnings about potential harm to young girls, especially. Um, It also claims that Meta knew about millions of accounts that were opened by kids under 13 but didn't shut them down. They're not supposed to, you're, you can't have an account if you're under 13. Um, first of all, uh, we should know that uh, there's also allegations that Meta and Facebook, well, uh, Facebook and Instagram specifically, are working hard to get young people addicted to their platforms. There's a whole new lawsuit coming out, uh, related to the fact that they're trying to coerce users. We've known this for a while because of the election stuff that went on back in the day. If you don't remember back in 2016, uh, Facebook was, you know, in the line of fire because they were, really trying to promote their political agenda and they would show ads. And if you were this type of user, they would show ads that would move you this way. And then they would show, and they knew all the psychology behind this is the kind of ad that'll push someone this way and push someone that way. Uh, It was, it was kind of fascinating. So that happened. Uh, Then there were the uh, Facebook papers. I don't know if you remember that. Um, but that was the whole thing where it said that it's coercing users to keep using in diabolical ways. I mean, they're not doing this in a good way. They're doing this in ways that they can control the user. And it's horrifying when you think, well, I can't be controlled. I know better. You don't because they keep feeding you stuff that you're going to be more and more interested in. It's going to get you more and more riled up. That's going to make you want more and more content. So if those two things are true, then, and Facebook and Instagram have had to do things to combat that, then you know the technology exists to manage the content with and without human interaction. Now, to me, Instagram has always felt a little kinder, gentler, more laid back. But I'm an adult. For kids, it sounds like it's this dark trap. It is unbelievable. So the 33 states that are suing Meta or complaining about Meta right now, uh, it basically just their Instagram and Facebook, there's other things that go on at Meta, but um, in those two platforms are, are saying that Meta is purposely engineering its platforms to get kids addicted. And they're allowing underage kids to hold accounts. They're not supposed to do any of those things. So, my thoughts on that. 100% Facebook can control this. We already know that it has some of the best technology to identify content in an image, in a video. We already know that. They've already, they already do it. They, they, they even say, do you want to tag this person? We, we see in this picture is a person... There's no way that they don't have the ability to be able to shut this down completely. Um, The underage kids thing, signing up for accounts, I don't know how you deal with that as well. Um, But, I mean, at the end of the day, you have to take every measure. If it's your policy to not allow children under 13 to have an account, then this idea that 33 states are saying millions of kids under 13 have an account. I mean, come on. You're better than that. I mean, is your ability to create content, meaningful content, so weak that you have to do, you have to resort to all of these tactics that are awful to people? I just, it really bothers me that companies like Google, meta, um, Apple, they control things in such a way and people don't know it. People believe they know based on what they see and read and, and do on these platforms and it's all set up against them. So if you Google something, it already knows that you're male, female, it already knows your politi- political, persuasion. It already knows all these things. Therefore, you get content and you get results based on that. You and I search for the same keyword stuff, the same search. We can get different results. Because of who you are, because of who I am. There's something great about that. But there's something horrible about it. And there it seems like they just can't help themselves from doing the bad thing. So I say. 100% Hundred percent, they can stop this now, and they have a different issue. If children under thirteen are not supposed to have an account, um, they there they has there has to be a check and a balance. And all of these things. By the way, I, I don't have a problem with freedom of speech. If somebody wants to dress up in, you know, schoolgirl outfits and try to entertain people. There should just, there should just be a platform for that. And that's fine. Just, and then people who like that kind of thing can go there. It shouldn't be thrust in front of people who don't want that or can't fend for themselves. I, you know, I, I, I don't have, you know, there's pornography is everywhere. Um, there's plenty of people who enjoy it and pay for it. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I think at some level if that's what they want to do and, They're not harming anybody and there's people out there wanting to put that content out there and getting paid for it. I don't know that I have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is people trying to put that content in front of people who don't want it. I don't know if you remember this but back in the day when the internet was really young and before they had pop-up blockers and things like that you could just be surfing innocently around the web and then be blasted by porn. Just suddenly you get 20 windows open of it's just the wrongest content. I mean, some of that stuff has gone away. Anyway, I just, I just think they can stop it now, and they have a bigger problem on their hands. If there aren't supposed to be kids under 13 getting accounts, there has to be a check and a balance. And I don't know what that is. They used to, If under 18 they used to do a thing with credit cards, um, there has to be some sort of a check and a balance there. I can tell you this, that when we set up accounts for clients, um, to, to put up Facebook pages for their businesses and what have you. Uh, and we've built apps for for Facebook and, and what have you. It is harder to get those accounts going than it is to get one of these for a kid to spoof the system. My account has been frozen, I can't tell you how many times, because they think I'm doing something wrong because I'm setting up something for somebody else. Yet kids can go and set this stuff up in a second. So, at any rate, didn't like seeing that yesterday. Sorry to bring you down during the holiday season, but uh, just know what you're in for. I think know what young people around you are in for or dealing with when they're online. Uh, and uh, otherwise, just safe surfing and you know, just do what's right for you and watch out for the people that can't do that for themselves. That's what's eating kale today. Uh, tomorrow... How to make the perfect Christmas list. How nice is that? <laughs> Thursday, we'll hear from Ben and Carol Sumbry. Uh On Friday, we'll discuss the best gifts you can give for the holidays. Until the next time, make it a good one.